Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Lost at Home. Uh, most of you who are longtime listeners are probably used to our format at this point. Uh, every five episodes, we bring you a, an interview, and last week we had Bab Star, but we're breaking the format this week. To bring you another interview. Babstar of... again. We're just going to replay it because we don't have any material this week. So you know what? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and roll that Babstar interview. Thank you, Babstar, for... Uh, no, that was a good interview. We had a great time. It was. And because of ChaseCon, we actually have extra interviews and we're sitting on them and we need to use them. One so... of them was uh, we didn't expect to get necessarily was nope. the one that we're playing today because it was uh, it, we actually saved it because it's kind of a... A big name. Yeah, it's a slightly shorter interview than our normal uh, half-hour-esque, you know, time frame. Yeah, there's some noise um, in the background. If you've been listening, to, like, the last few weeks, you've heard the Chase Con. Um, they're totally listenable, but you will see, hear some chatter in the background because it was recorded live at Chase Con. Correct. And uh, basically, without further ado, here's the reveal. We have Nikki Klein on today. Uh, those of you may recognize her name. Uh, she's from Battlestar Galactica, as right. most of you will know her as. Uh, what was her character's name? Well, she was uh, crewman specialist Callie Henderson Tyrol or Tyrol. Yeah. Yes. Um, so and she's she, also known for a bunch of other things, including the TV show on Showtime, Dead Like Me, uh, the movie Saved, and I, I John Tucker see, Must Die. I've seen John Tucker Must Die, um, and I remember seeing Saved way like a while ago. So I don't know what you know she. What she played, because that was a relatively No, small to be cast. honest, I don't remember her roles in either film and too distinctly. They, they were pretty they, early, too, while she was doing the early part of yeah, the Battlestar. Yeah, these were in the early so 2000s. They, I think they were, uh, it was relatively minor, but there's actually a major role that I want to get to that I actually, I really wish I had uncovered before we interviewed her, because I would have loved to have uh, talked to her about it. She was in the um, New Pornographers video. Uh, I think that it was The Laws Have Changed um, from 2002 or 2003. Okay. And I was trying to find out why she was in that. And she's great, because she's like just dancing up on stage as sort of the quote-unquote singer of this video. Oh, yeah, just being awesome in general. Yeah, so she's doing all But it would have been awesome to have, because I really like the new pornographers, and it would have been cool to chat about that. It probably would have doubled the interview time at least, because um, it's fun to nerd out about music and stuff. But well, Jared, really cool in the future, that. you'll do your research. Yes, yeah, we did. We did a little bit, just not on IMDb. So uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> believe instead of our research, I yeah. believe I looked on uh, the internet. and was like, yep, she is in Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> we are correct on that. Yes, <laughs> I definitely knew that part. It was the rest. Uh, but I wished we could have talked uh, uh, to to her about that. But I was looking at it, and it makes sense because she's from uh, Canada, Vancouver, British yep. Columbia specifically, and so are the new pornographers. So it makes sense that maybe I don't know if it was through a friendship or something. I just gotta. Uh, here, here's Nikki Klein, best friends with new pornographers, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so we are sitting here with Nikki Klein, very well known for her work on Battlestar Galactica, which we are both very uh, big geeks of. But uh, we just wanted to sit down and chat about your experience at ChaseCon. And if you want to let people know who you are and what you do and what brought you to ChaseCon, that'd be great. Well, I think you covered, you know, the, the main reason I'm here, which is the fact that I played Callie on Battlestar Galactica, and I feel so fortunate to have been introduced and embraced into this whole community that I never would have probably been a part of or gotten to know in, in the same way if it, if it weren't for Battlestar. I mean, I wasn't even, I hate to say this, but I wasn't really that big into sci-fi before the show. Right. Even when they asked me, like, you know, have you heard of Battlestar? And I hadn't seen the original. I did end up watching it, and I think it was great for its time. Yeah, right. It's dated now. I always yeah. give Richard a hard time, you know, about it and, and how I liked his hair. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I love I love coming to these shows. The fact that there's a place and a space for people to come together who maybe wouldn't normally feel like it's okay to express what they're passionate about and be able to, to dress up and geek out, as you say, but yeah. feel completely welcome and embraced and celebrated, I think is just the best thing ever. And, and, and I love it, and I love being able to connect with all the fans and hear how Battlestar has touched their lives, because it's really moving to me to know that something, a, a TV show, you know, that it's entertainment, but that it seemed to really have affected a lot of people in different ways, whether it was them going through a tough time and watching the show or being deployed overseas and being able to relate to the characters it's it's really quite incredible so i mean i could go on but i'm gonna stop yeah. and let you ask some more questions i was gonna say i, I agree completely <laughs> yeah no i i yeah i mean both about the show and about the community the community it's it's great with 
places like this. I haven't been to a ton of cons or anything, but it is it is great. I think about I wish I kind of gone a little bit more when I was in high school when I was like, no, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm <laughs> right. kind of an outsider. I don't want to. Yeah, right. I mean, you can come here and just really let yourself go and totally. things like that. But, um, well, now it's the cool thing to do, though. Yeah, which yeah. is sort of interesting, right? The yeah. tables have turned. Yeah, when I was a teenager and reading comic books and such, the only con that really happened was San Diego. I mean, there right. was probably that the was New York the, con the too, con, but yeah. there weren't yeah. these small ones that popped up in regions yeah. and in people's backyards. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I don't think we want to keep you for too much longer, but we usually do something with our guests, and it's a series of questions that no one's ever asked you before in an interview. Maybe uh, not. It depends on maybe your not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah. okay, and great. When we, when we do our Bring show it. normally, we do ten, but for this, okay. because we're trying to save time, we're going to do five. Okay. So, uh, yeah. number one, who is your favorite Ghostbuster? Oh, Bill Murray, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Peter Bacon. We ask everyone that same question. It's kind okay. of the metric we use. Yeah. Well, funny enough, I just did a, an episode of Blaster TV on Ghostbusters because it was the 30th anniversary oh, that's great. Uh, of the movie. And so we did a whole walking tour of New York City of all the locations and things uh, like the that. The so, restaurant, the firehouse, et cetera. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, of course, I rewatched it and I was a little disturbed, to be honest. Like, it, it's a weird movie. It Have you weird, watched yeah. it recently? It's I don't know what I thought of it when I was little, but I, I, I liked watch it. it once a year, it's weird. Actually. I kinda, yeah, it was like it was the first movie it's I went awesome. to see in the theaters when I was like right, four years remember, old. So yeah. like, yeah, it was like I think I watch it for nostalgia's sake, like every yeah. year. Probably, oh, cool. So. Okay, so you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's good it's stuff. Quirky. It's quirky. Yeah, it's quirky. That's a good name for it. It's a nice safe word for it. Yeah, exactly. All right, what needs to be a porn parody that isn't? There's almost a porn berry for everything. Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters. I don't know what it would be called. <laughs> that isn't. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot there out there. There probably is one, yeah. <laughs> okay, you might not be aware of it, but yeah. Um, hmm. Is there a Battlestar Galactica one yet? Like, there's got to be one There's definitely fan fiction. I don't, I, I, <laughs> sure. I don't know. That borders on. I don't know yeah. where, how far they take it off the page, but... Um, I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is maybe like the Hunger Games. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's maybe okay. you, there's yeah. some things you could do with that. All right. Uh, question number three: <laughs> Describe the perfect sandwich. Oh well, for me, because I'm vegan, it would be a vegan grilled cheese. Perfect. Vegan because I cheese. never get to eat grilled cheese because well, I don't eat cheese, but sometimes there are places that have that, and awesome. it's it's amazing. <laughs> Very simple. Yes. Um, this is your question, but I'm going to ask it. Okay. Uh, is breakfast cereal in milk actually just considered soup? Could you consider it soup? Is <laughs> that what you're asking? My brain just imploded, yes. I yeah. think. There's like, there's like fireworks and short circuiting. Like gazpacho is like a cold soup you could have, or you could have warm cereal like it. I don't know. This is his question. Oatmeal is warm cereal. Yeah. That's like yeah, a well, stew. What if, and, but what if you made, like I know people who put orange juice in their, in their cereal. cereal. Like what happens then? I think the cereal part of it know. is the actual... Substance, like the, cereal the milk, the cereal, right? Because right. I eat cereal without milk. So yeah, why too, actually? Yeah. Right? Like I just like eat it like a food. snack food. There right. you go. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So okay. maybe? Maybe. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and uh, the last question: In seven words or less, explain ChaseCon. Super awesome, fun, geeky time. Perfect. Very cool. All right. Thank you very much, Nikki, okay. for coming Thanks on our show. We appreciate it. It's a pleasure. It. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thanks again to Nikki Klein for sitting down. Uh, it was really fun. I actually, I do have to say, I'm not sure if she's best friends with the new pornographers or not. Uh, could just be that she's from Vancouver, wanted to be an actress, and, uh, and maybe, I don't know, was like, hey, put me in your video. But I don't know. We didn't, I didn't do my research, so I couldn't ask that question, Scott. Thanks for bringing it up, Scott. I like pointing out people's fallacies after the fact. Now I'm going to have to get in touch with her and be like, hey, were you in that video? We're going to have to have a second interview with her now. Did I use the word fallacy right? Because I believe I'm, I meant someone's falsehood, not someone's wiener. Well, a phallus would be, I mean, phallic would be, but a fallacy is also what you were talking about. A falsehood. With, with an F-A-L-L-A-C-Y. But you can't tell that just by saying it. So it almost just sounded like I was remarking on your I think just, I think just, yeah, but I don't know if fallacy, because that would be F-H-A-L-O-U-S-Y or something. I don't know if that's actually a word. Oh, my God. Grammar, you, grammar, you know Nazi, are... <laughs> grammar Nazis out there, I want you to look this up and tweet us. Yeah. Uh, we would love to actually know the answer to this Because even though we got the internet right in front of us, we don't do research. We're busy with that. Hence the we're, fact we're that I don't know if Nikki Klein was best friends with new pornographers or not. Tell us. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, yeah, she, she, she was in Smallville. I know that. One episode back in 2001. 
Oh, that was early then. Early, that was before early. the new pornographer's video. Yeah, so. that was yeah. Oh, wow, that was early. That predates it. Probably first season even. She was, she was, she was probably like, that was like fresh out of high school probably for her. Like, yeah. She, ooh, remember right the in. blonde girl with the really short haircut in it? Yeah. She probably was like her for like a sick day. Oh, okay. I like, gotcha. Put a blonde wig on, you know, you're yeah, just There you go. Her. I can't even remember that girl's name, but I saw her recently in some, uh, oh my God, what did I see her in? I know this is kind of off subject, but she played a sheriff. Sheriff's deputy, I guess, in a small town in some show I was watching the other day. It was just like a. It was the following with Kevin Bacon. This is the the blonde the, the girl, blonde from, girl from Smallville. Smallville. Yeah, she just like happened to be a cop in this town for one episode of the following with Kevin Bacon. Okay, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's once again we're doing the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, and she just fell into that trap. She's now part of the game. Yeah, and always. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody becomes part of Kevin Bacon's trap. Uh, uh, you know, un- I- unfortunately, the following, by the way, got canceled uh, as of I think yesterday. This is the last season of any of our listeners who are Kevin Bacon fans and we watch that show. Uh, it's over. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of. I, I we, know we well, could see it coming. This last season was terrible. You know what's interesting is that I, I might actually start watching it now because a lot of times when something is still going on, I'm like, I don't want to get sucked into it. Oh, okay, yeah, when it's fine. Now night, that there's done, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I can just sit there and gorge myself on. Just to let you know, the first season of the following is brilliant. The second season is fun. Third season makes no sense. It's like an old person rambling about their cat. Um, uh, Nikki, Nikki Klein has a bacon number of two, according to the Oracle of Bacon. Nikki Klein was in John Tucker Must Die. Um, Johnny Cuthbert was in uh, that as well, I guess. Um, who was also in Criminal Law, which had Kevin Bacon in it. So okay. she's, she is two. She has a bacon number of two. Very nice. So the lower the better, really, because it means you, you either have a direct connection with bacon. She's only one removed. All right, um, we're going to move from our talk on Nikki Klein to our first segment of this week's show, and that segment is Triple A. That is awesome or awesomer or asinine. asinine apps. Especially, okay, we the thing is, in the last uh, few times we've actually had some awesome apps, right? Yeah, this is one of the asinine ones. This is a. Uh, well, it's more of a game than an app. It was uh, yeah. We I think we we stretched that. We explained we that definitely once. Definitely stretched by it, app. Yes. That's just because we wanted to be AAA. That's cool. It doesn't have to be. I mean, yes. something that's sort of like something you play. You know, this is like a, a flute. Uh, this we could is... we could have a flute on next time. You like while well, you play <laughs> a recorder. It. Yeah, awesome or asinine flute. <laughs> <laughs> a recorder is asinine. Fucking straight up flute. That motherfucker is awesome. Wait a minute. Record is a recorder, not a flute. Flute played like this. Recorders play like this. I wish I was periscoping all of that just now. <laughs> As I deep throat the recorder. Yes. I was wondering why I either got straight A's uh, in recorder class, because they had that, of course, when we were kids, uh, or or got sent to the principal's office. It depended on the teacher. Man, Mr. Vanderhout loved it when I played his recorder. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, that's right. Middle C. Middle C, you little bitch. And then uh, I played his middle C, and I got a straight A. Whereas... I, when I tried to play Mrs. Krautenhuven's uh, middle C, she was like, and I was like, where's the recorder? She's like, what's well, up my twat? You go get it, you little piece of shit. And I didn't do it right. I guess she's like, I want your recorder to go fetch my recorder. And that was how I was molested by all of my teachers. <laughs> <laughs> what was this asinine app? Wow. Um, this is actually a Steam game. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with what Steam is, Ooh, Steam is in hot. On- <laughs> wow. Because Steam comes generally is hot in order to get Steam. I'm just gonna sit back and watch. Steam generally sit back is and watch you have fun. Hot, have fun. And I said hot because it was like uh, play on word, not really play on words even. I just said a word, and I played with it. Oh, oh, continue. What about this? Oh, what about it's this my turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Two words at a time. Yes, apparently. That is turn. I'm trying to pick my words carefully so they count for the most impact. Steam game. This. <laughs> Wait like this. Look at we, everybody. <laughs> Continue, right. Scott. This is your segment. Go. It is. Um, Steam, for those of you who don't know, is an online gaming platform uh, accessible through Macs and PCs. And it's really hot a, right now. <laughs> and apparently an actual uh, tabletop style gaming system, which apparently hasn't caught much steam recently. Oh, listen to you. Because it's uh, it's actually underwhelming for uh, performance and sales. 
Uh, so they had going, like a wait. So they made a like, like a, a console. physical oh, a console, console version. That seems kind of ridiculous. Like, wouldn't you just spend your? It's a computer based. Well, right? I'm I'm I personally like I don't computer game. Um, I have a Steam account, but I haven't even used it. I just use it for buying and selling games for other people. But I mean, if you're gonna buy a physical console to play it, wouldn't you then just get a diff a dedicated computer that's powerful to play it? You I could, guess it would be cheaper. But, but yeah. I'm a console gamer myself, so if I don't have a console plugged into my you television, probably won't play it. I probably won't. If, play if you've got it. if you got to like turn it on, log in. And Right. If, if it's a, a console, do you just press the power button on the controller and it that boots up and it's yeah, on your TV yeah. screen? I'm good. I'm and game. you can set something to download and go off and actually use your real computer for computer stuff right. while it's downloading. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm the same way. I don't. I. I, I mean, I would prefer to play like an actual physical Xbox or PlayStation. Stuff. Yeah, that's why at my house, like we have a PlayStation Four, Three, a Two, uh, Xbox One, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo. Do you actually have a N64? GameCube. Why? Why don't we? I think I have a few more. I don't know. I have basically every system ever made. Neo Geo. I don't have a Neo Geo. I don't have a Sega, Sega CD. CD. I don't have a PlayStation 1. Atari Jaguar. I used to have an Atari Jaguar. Really? You did? I sold it. They I, had because the, the two games they had before I, they failed. I had both like, of them. Like, I, I, I had uh, Aliens vs. Predator and uh, I forgot what the other one was. There were only like two good really? games for it. And that was one uh, of yeah, them. Yeah, well, I mean, compared to the other s systems like the, the Sega systems and uh, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I personally want to get a, a Sega CD soon because I want that controversial game Night Trap that used to exist for it that was banned in, I think, all of the U.S. What was so bad about it? Um, it was the first game that was ever actually photorealistic. It featured actual video through the entire game and it was a horror game so oh, it was cool. girls running from the shower in their bra and panties you know because they opened the curtain to get in they, they didn't get naked so in other words uh, and kids, people getting stabbed yeah. and stuff and it was all like shot like a movie but based on how you treated each scene different events unfolded meaning different videos played first of all that sounds cool and second of all it was also probably uh, that a reason for 12 year olds to get their parents to essentially buy them what would be to them pornography it, it, like, it's it, just a video game it, oh okay it, it was like Friday the 13th meets Home Alone with a little extra sexy time holy mixed in. fucking shit yes and you played it Home Alone meets and Friday the 13th video. is amazing yeah. well so it's, it wasn't controversial like you know you didn't, we weren't out there necessarily shooting people up or killing homosexuals or anything like that no not like uh, the game that Steam greenlit recently and by the way before people get too angry at this game's existence it has been pulled from the Steam store you cannot go there and buy it as of today uh, the game is called Kill the Faggot um, as the game describes you get points for killing transgenders and gay people and you lose points for shooting straight people uh, as you play, the game has so it's like uh, Hogan's voiceover. <laughs> Very yeah. uh, homophobic Hogan's Alley. Exactly. Out. And as, as the game plays, there's voiceovers that, you know, say things as you shoot people and as you play, such as, uh, can I put my wiener in your butt? Whoops, I dropped the soap. And AIDS carrier eliminated. Now, wait a minute. Is this all this person saying the same thing? Because AIDS carrier eliminated... That should not be the same person saying that as says, can I put, except for the fact that probably the person who made this is one of those uh, closet homosexuals who made it to overcompensate for the fact that they're afraid to come out and are angry or they just love God. Well, um, before we get to that, because you do bring up a good point that I'm going to get to in one moment. Um, the game should not have made it into the store because uh, games with certain levels of violence or certain levels of hate are supposed to be weeded out. Right, they, yeah. they have standards. They have people that test these things. It should not have made it to be purchasable. Uh, it did, so that happened. They greenlit um, it somehow. And Somebody greenlit it. After yeah. it was taken down, uh, the person who created the game wrote a very long letter uh, expressing their opinions on why the game should exist, why it shouldn't be taken down, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, one of the things I thought was interesting that he said was, if someone made a kill-all-straight-white-people game, I would totally play it and have a laugh. Basically, what he's saying is no one should be... He's going for a freedom of speech kind of thing. Like, this is what I wanted to make. It's funny. Okay, but well, it's well, only well, funny he, to him and other homophobes. Yeah, and here and well, here's the thing: is I um we talked about this recently um because the last uh, AAA I think was something similar, not like that it was um the anorexic girl, right, or the bulimic or whatever it was. Like that. It was the anorexia girl where you yeah. fed her, where you cake fed her cake. to keep her alive, and and and. I would say, like, I absolutely defend your right to put it out there, it, but it it is not Steam's right to 
put do, it out there do, for you. Do it. They yeah. are a business and they have a certain level. Like it, you wouldn't expect this to be on Walmart shelves or anything no, like no, that. No, no, no. If so. this guy really wants this game to exist, yes, there is freedom of speech. Go, yeah. Ma- he, go, he can go put it on his go, website. Absolutely. Yeah, start a flash site and have it be a flash game. Yeah, just uh, you know, download it. Yeah, you might not get the. Um, the, the Steam uh, traffic, but that's the thing. is That's their business that you're counting just, on. You just to give you an yeah. idea of uh, oh, yes. what it sounds this like. This is a Steam Greenlight trailer for something I'm not even going to say the fucking name of. Here's some actual game audio. My Ever visit the city of Butt, Montana? I hear there's a lot of buttholes up there. Transgender kill. <laughs> you killed that faggot. And not the good way. Yeah, I mean, it kind of speaks Show for itself. Yeah, um, that was a review video I was able to find online because there's not a whole lot of video of this game. It was yanked, I guess, quickly. Yeah, but it's pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah, tasteless. It's, quickly. it's huh. pretty, it's pretty tasteless. It's pretty awful. Um, another thing that the uh, the creator of it wrote was. Uh, lots of people are sending me very vicious and disgusting emails. Oh, like hateful things? Like Exactly. <laughs> and, and, how how dare they? And he goes, and it just proves that my mission was accomplished in pissing off these people and how many of these sick people in the gaming world there are that wish all kinds of physical harm on me. I mean, come on. It's just a crappy made video game made by a no-name developer. Why do you care so much? It's because it's the message it's, and it's what a viral and, day and, and, and also, I'm sorry. I know how much it takes to program just a website. So let alone not program, but, you know, develop a website. I can't like I know I I have programmed like tiny little games to move a square across a fucking screen. It takes a lot of work to do that. I mean, maybe they're using some Unity or something. I don't know. But they're they 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 put a lot of time into that. That has to be a little close to your heart to put that much time into it. Uh, so I'm sorry that really you are speaking for what you consider important if you're willing to spend hundreds of hours developing this thousands maybe that you clear yeah people can maybe make the assumption that this is your manner of thinking and yeah. just like you have the the free speech to put it out there on the internet maybe not on steam because they don't want it but the freedom of speech lets you put it out there and say what you want they have the right to say back you uh maybe you should get shot you know yeah and like everyone that. who sent him angry emails also has the right to express their anger at this guy's bigotry and small-mindedness yes uh, it's a weird thing to actually bring something like this up on our podcast because I'm never going to say to someone, you can't say or do that, but at the same time, there's a time and a place. Yeah. Steam's not the place. Uh, the place and time should be your own website with your own dedicated email account where you take all the flack and you don't involve another company. Well, and, and the thing is, though, and if if Steam did want to greenlight it and they didn't want to put it on their store and they want to stand behind it, that's fine. That is their business choice to do it's that. It's so weird they, they greenlight it accidentally, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard stuff getting through the App Store and stuff like that in Apple and, and stuff and then getting yanked, but like, um, you know, it usually happens pretty quickly. I mean, a lot of it's an automated process and then it goes through like a some every once in a while a little ma- manual check it's not like there's somebody playing every single game i don't think i can't imagine maybe on steam because there are fewer than go on the app store but there are thousands of apps that get submitted every day to the fucking app store oh steam so. gets thousands too it's like yeah it, it's okay. the biggest online gaming yeah and, I'm, well, yeah, site. and i've gone and i've, I've looked yeah. at you know you can get like really shitty games that and you can get are, real are worse games, than like you can get skyrim and stuff like oh, that no, there, on there it are too. some there, the, the games i've actually i did download off of steam um were pretty amazing granted my shitty computer was too bad but it was uh it was it was a good time checking out steam and uh i will again but i will not necessarily uh blame steam for uh tossing that game out all right um hey you know what it's been a long time coming but uh we're actually gonna do dingo droppings this week so uh oh, chair, yeah. yeah our buddy we, came into town um, yeah he bruce bruce is back and yeah. we only have two chairs here so i hate to say it but would you mind i know uh, i'm always i'm always getting out you're better at uh, he, he has a better rapport with you so we're gonna go ahead and it's uh, funny yeah. you say that because i feel like sometimes we don't have as good of a rapport well he i mean we're good friends and i think he likes he likes the rapport with you a little bit better so i'll go uh, grab him all right dingo droppings Bruce, Bruce. Long time no see. Yeah, I haven't actually talked to you in a while. Um, no, I did. I did a little bit for that uh, that variety show that you did. You did. That I, was like I, uh, five I've, weeks ago now, four weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I found that one in though. I, I, I did it. I recorded it from Australia. That makes sense. You didn't have to actually fly all the way here like you do uh, about every ten yeah, so episodes now. So it's nice to be able to like, give to give back to the show. 
Maybe we can do that again. Like, uh, we're doing another variety hour, I think, in about a month or I'll be, two. Oh, absolutely. Happy You'll to fun, do it. Would yeah. you be willing? Absolutely. No, that was, was that was, was a pretty, great piece. Pretty great. Well, I've actually gotten a lot of comments uh, after the fact. People asking me for a lot of, uh, of of advice, so I've got some all stashed up, ready to go. You should uh, you should jump on Fiverr, to be honest. You, your voice, the way you lend it to our show for that right, phone-in yeah. thing. Yeah. Phoning it in, apparently, is something that you're good at. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually one of the only things I've ever done. I've always found it in. Now, uh um, uh, yeah, well, you you brought me here for a we, reason. We though. brought you here yeah. for a very specific reason. It's a very long fucking travel. We uh we get a lot of Australian stories that are fun and weird, and we've covered I think the the gamut of them, like people having animals uh, do weird things in their property, uh, people getting drunk, people right. getting drunk with their animals, sheep people, fucking, people getting drunk on their property, people getting fucked by sheep. Yeah, we we've covered the whole gamut. I think, oh no, wait point. a minute, those are New Zealand stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in by but in by sheep I meant cow, and by cow I mean Peter Jackson. <laughs> Peter Jackson's a fat fuck. <laughs> oh, I don't like him at all. I do like his movies, okay? If you like shit dribbled in another shit, stuffed inside of a sheep's asshole and fucked out by Peter Jackson's cow dick. <laughs> Peter Jackson's a fat piece of shit. Wow. I didn't even... Uh, I, oh, I, excuse I me. ask. Hello? Oh, excuse me. I'm from New Zealand. I'd like, I'd like an Academy Award for being fat, please. I, I love that I didn't even like ask for this. I didn't I didn't warrant this. I didn't want this, but I'm loving this. You know why I did invite you here? Uh no. Well I got one more for you. Hey, hey Peter <laughs> Jackson. Uh Guillermo del Toro called and he wants us Oh wait, never mind. He didn't call you. He's got talent, he never call you, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> I like Guillermo del Toro. He's got a lot of good movies, yeah. He does, yeah. He's doing Oh, great he's things. a very similar stature, but I never call him fat, because he's a very good guy. And not that, you know, Fat people are bad, but Peter Jackson's bad, and he's fat, therefore, <laughs> you do the math. What you got me here for, though? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, have you ever been to uh, Murdoch, Australia? Murdoch, yeah. Uh, I've been through there on the 513. Yeah. Okay. Are you familiar with the uh, Murdoch Police Department's Twitter? You, uh, are, I, I don't follow You, you have man. a Twitter. What is your Twitter again? Uh, at, at Dingo Droppings. Okay, so you are on Twitter, but you're not familiar with the Murdoch Police Yeah, well, I don't Twitter really do account. a whole lot on Twitter. I've, I've, I've hashtagged a couple of things, uh, Australia I saw, those were really like good. That. I got to get back on there. I don't know. It's, maybe maybe I'll, I'll do a couple of uh, of my uh, little bits that people have been asking for, uh, ask Bruce Bruce, and maybe I'll throw some of them on here and there. So uh, people don't have to wait until the next variety show to get some more input. Yep, sounds good. All right, uh, the reason I ask you about the Murdoch Police Department in Australia is this past week they sent out a tweet, and it says, Are your Saturdays hectic like this? To-do list located at search warrant in Kubi. Kubi is uh, very close to Murdoch, and the search warrant was for an individual who had uh, apparently marijuana, and that's what they were searching him for, and I'm guessing more than a little bit. He probably had a lot. And uh, they found this amazing to-do list in his house. Things to do on Saturday, it says. It I, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, would you like to read through the list, or would you like me to? I'll, I'll read through it if it's fine. Um, just for the listener Probably here, we're, we're, not, we're not suggesting this list as a story because it's a list by a stoner. We're suggesting this list because it's a list by a stoner that makes almost no sense. Um, but maybe you can walk us through this. Maybe there's some cultural differences I'm not understanding. Uh, no, I, I As do, an American, uh, yeah. maybe I just don't get it. There might be, but I'm looking at this list, and a couple of them just not make a lot of sense, and well, also we wouldn't even necessarily live. Let's but, start at the top. Let's, all right. let's go with number one. All right, number one, get up and get ready. Okay, uh, that should be without saying. I would say just to write the note or, or to, to cross it off the list, you definitely had to have gotten up. Yeah. So he, I don't know why get up is even on there. You might as well have written, like, uh, uh, breathe and get ready, exhale. mate. Sense, I guess. Inhale and like, exhale. Oh, get ready. Put on pants. Does he actually have to list it out? What does get ready mean? Well, um, if you jump to number two, he gets bus fare. Where what? do you, I like how he has to write number two? Get bus fare, and then number because, three because <laughs> number one he doesn't have the money apparently for the bus. Right. So his second thing of the day is. I gotta go get money. He no. gets up at 4 a.m. so he can go scrounge for bus fare or steal it from somebody, probably. Exactly. But his number two should have just been get money. Well, I love the fact that number three's go to bus stop as if get bus fare was just gonna be on its own. <laughs> well, he was just gonna get bus get fare bus but fare. never go to the never bus stop. Go to the bus. <laughs> if he didn't have that list, he'd never be at the bus stop and he'd it, just be like, what? I got all this bus fare. It'd be great if it was number two, get bus fare. Number three, warm up car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he calls gas money. Yes. <laughs> uh, then he okay. Then he catches the five thirteen and it's blacked out to where he catches it. The five thirteen goes to, all well, over maybe the place. Yeah. yeah, I've caught the five thirteen to Murdoch before. So okay. Um, uh, number five, go get lunch, and it says uh, in chip, parentheses chips and gravy. 
in case he wasn't sure. He, he's actually made up his mind by the time he wrote this list, which was probably the night before, because yeah. Get Up and Get Ready is on there. Okay, so he didn't know where to get the money to get on the bus, but he had a clear idea of what he would eat with money he... I'm a little confused about the money issue here. I know he's going. He's going to show us. He's going to show up, and he's not going to have the money. He's got. Oh crap! I forgot to put on my on to do list. Get money for <laughs> get chips money and gravy. Chips and gravy. <laughs> Number two point two. That's right. A little. The line item you're going to add there. Also, I mean, not only just get bus fare, but number six. Go. Go Kmart. Is <laughs> if he's just go, rooting him on. Go just, Kmart. In shop with two Ps. Is this even... Oh, he, I think he was about to write shopping. Or shop with the E at the end. And then he... Shoppy. In shop... Yeah, but it's like it's old, a British old, way of writing it. Isn't that the Australian way of doing it? Where well, shopping... Like very, it's like the old English. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Go Kmart. Well, okay, so... In shop, maybe that's somebody's he, name? This yeah. guy is probably a master strategist and... Wait a minute. ...and an economist. He knew how much money it would take to get chips and gravy and to go to Kmart and shop. Right. But he had no idea of how much bus fare was going to be, so he had to get just that amount. Yeah, get bus Knowing fare. he was financially secure to do the rest of his day. Yeah, and then, well, then he goes to the bus stop again. And I'm guessing uh, this is not necessarily go, to go home because it's yes. number nine. To, to our the, listeners, three and seven are both go to bus stop. Book, oh, actually, no. Bookending his journey abroad. By the way, no, actually, number seven is go bus stop. He's steering everybody on now. Go, go Kmart. Kmart. Go, go bus stop. Bus stop. <laughs> yes. And then what is blacked out for number eight? Uh, let's see. It's, I don't know what it is. Go blank go and, hit and dye hair. Go blank and dye hair. Go... Go hair dye. I dye hair. Go. I wish I wish dye was spelled differently. <laughs> dye hair. Dye hair. Go bald people. Dye hair. This next one actually a little bit confusing here because he he says go home and get a stick. What what do you? Does that here's an the Australian thing. euphemism? Well, here's for the thing. I've heard people say they want to go get a stick when they want to go smoke like a like a cigarette or a cigarillo. Or, so, or a joint, maybe even? But I don't know. He, he went through all this trouble to get money for chips and gravy and bus fare, but now he's got to go all the way back home just to get a, a stick. Yeah. Or maybe it's just to get a stick. Australia is very filled with a lot of uh, crazy animals, and we've got a lot of sticks around. Well, I don't know why we'd have to go all the way home to get a stick. He's got a special stick. I, it's just the weirdest thing. Go home and not even get the stick. Get a stick. Get a stick. Just a, any, any stick you yeah, can one find. Of, one of the sticks i got lying around the house in my stick cabinet. Now, number 10, um, uh, this chop, is... Chop up and get stoned. Yeah, this is one that you, uh, Which is actually you a little bit to fill me in on. It's a little bit redundant here, because uh, this is a chop up actually generally means to get kind of fucked up. Okay. S- smoke some weed. And, and, and what does get stoned mean? Uh, well, then you... I, I believe what he meant is get stoned, and he, and he actually was... It, uh, it's the next thing you do after you get a stick. You go get a stone, and you break somebody's bones. But names will never hurt you. <laughs> you ever heard that one? Yeah, um, sticks I, and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me, unless of course I'm just fascinated to this, but to no end. Unless of course your your, your sticks name is your name is stick and your name is stone, in which case those names hurt you pretty bad. <laughs> Johnny Stone, you ever thrown Johnny Stone at somebody's face? Hurts real bad. Well, here's the thing that you don't necessarily know about the Australians. Yeah, as I understand the the, the list, because we make a lot of lists in Australia. I actually make a to do list every time before I go to bed. It's something you're supposed to do in Australia. Um, and actually, uh, if you want to, you want to hear mine. I've got mine from this morning. Uh, mine is uh, get up and drink. Number two is flog the log, which is masturbate. That's what you call it. Uh, number three is watch a car car chase on the telly. A lot of car chases. It's really fun. Number four is flog the log. It's masturbate again. Uh, number five is punch a kangaroo. Number six is get chopped with a kangaroo. Get stoned with a kangaroo. It's really fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, number seven is eat a kangaroo. Doesn't have to be the same one. And number eight is drink and go to bed. So it's very common for us to make lists. It's just I some see, of his I just see. did not make sense. No, and one good thing did come from all of this. Um, after this was done, this this uh, this list was put public and, right. and yeah. made international news. Obviously, we're talking oh, about no, it here oh, in America. Oh, no, actually, oh, it's funny. I was wondering if this was a story that you were going to hear because I've heard about it. Well, 80, it, it kind of went viral, I think is what you call it. Yeah, and 85% of uh, Australians, after a poll after this story went viral, said that they believe marijuana should be legalized just like the rest of the world. Right? Basically, it's the majority now doesn't understand why this is a well, thing. Well, it's ridiculous. First of all, this guy was clearly no menace to society. The guy can barely make it through a day without making a list, one of which is get a stick. He would have forgotten to get a stick. And, and it's not like get a stick and go beat somebody with it so I can get more drugs. It's get a stick and then chop up and get stoned. 
Now, uh, you said you didn't check out the Twitter for this. Um, then you probably didn't notice all of the replies that the Murdoch Police Department received on Twitter. Uh, some of these are amazing. At uh, Lord underscore Wilcox wrote, How disgusting. This sick criminal deserves nothing less than life for the heinous crime of smoking a plant. Yes. Another person wrote, uh, this is at I Am Texture. At least you don't have to worry about that criminal mastermind anymore. It's right. He's a terrible guy. Listen to what he was planning on doing. Oh, absent from this list is number 11. Killed thousands of people with guns. All right, you can't do that. It's Australia. And I was actually looking because there were more pictures of the to-do list, but they uh, none of them have those blacked out parts unblacked out. Um, but yeah, the actual uh, police department did write back to some of these people who were writing to them and said, yes, the humor was why we posted it. We thought it was funny and did not disclose any identities in this posting. So the police department was good. They met all the requirements of the law. And uh, we got a good laugh out of it. But I can I tell by his handwriting, this is a fucking amazing. criminal mastermind. This is this is like looking at Jeffrey Dahmer's handwriting. This Personally, I think it's disgusting that he got arrested at all. He literally got arrested for weed. Like, who does that anymore? Uh-huh. Cops, for the most part, ignore it. Generally, in every nation. Uh, gen- generally, generally in Australia, it's not that big a deal anyway. Because yeah. people, but you, you know, usually do it in the, you know. You know, Australia has a higher percentage health. of people that agree with it too. Eighty-five percent. America, it's uh, I believe around sixty not to sixty-five. As, not quite as many uh, crazy uh, conservative uh, religious fanatics. Plenty of them. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of people just want to uh, get back to the earth, smoke a little bit, drink a little bit, get get chopped, and just have a good time. Just wear a wombat like a flashlight. You know, maybe you know. <laughs> I, I do want to reach out to whoever this is to maybe you know if you need a little bit of. Comfort while you're behind bars or anything like that. Go ahead and send me an ask Bruce Bruce. I will help you out. It will uh, maybe help your life, change your life, it change a lot of people's yeah, lives. Send, send Bruce, Bruce Bruce a little bit of love at Dingo Droppings on Twitter. Yeah, just uh, let me it's know the you... only way to reach him because social media has not penetrated Australia properly. Yeah, yeah if you, uh, if Twitter, you want Twitter's it, made it. If you, if you want all, just just send it to uh, to me. Uh, hashtag ask Bruce Bruce. And uh, I will answer any of your questions you got, and maybe even read them on the air next time uh, uh, the Variety Show or one of these next future shows I'm on. So, uh, Sounds great, Bruce Bruce. It was a pleasure coming out here. For Thank, the... Thanks for riding uh, Peter Jackson's bloated corpse all the way across the ocean. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just asked for uh, a manatee ride, and that's what they gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Fat piece of fucking shit. I'll say I'll prefer a manatee that did not direct the uh, god-awful three Hobbit movies. They would have been good and made one movie, but Jesus Christ, three Yeah, months. it would have been an amazing single film, even if it was three and a half hours long. But or, it was- or it would have been even better had it not been directed by a fat <laughs> fucking New Zealander. It would have been better not directed by a piece of shit manatee. i got to leave. I'm going to get angry about Peter Jackson again. I'll see you later. All right. Bye, Bruce Bruce. We appreciate you being on the show. All right. Bruce Bruce is uh, hopping on out of here. He's hopping mad. Uh, those are Australian jokes. Now it's time to get into our advertising segment of the show. This show is not free, so listen to our ad and give us money. In a world where people use money for goods and services, the Lost at Home podcast needs you to perform a service for them so that they can get money. No, not that service. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash lost and get a free month of Audible's audiobook service and a free audiobook on the show. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Plus, it helps the show. Got an iPhone or Android? Then download the Audible app and listen to your book anywhere you would listen to a podcast. Thanks for your support. Now... Jump to it, fuckers. All right. That was Audible. Go to audibletrials.com slash lost. And, Something uh, like that, yeah. Yeah. Hey. The link is on our face on our actual, uh, not our Facebook page, our website. How was, uh, uh, lostknownpodcast.com. Go to our website. Find the link. How was oh. hanging out with uh, Bruce Bruce, man? It was great. Uh, I don't know what you were doing in the other room the whole time. Super quietly, too. I didn't hear you once while you were out there. Uh, I was uh, masturbating and whimpering. Couldn't hear either. In that order. Couldn't hear either. Usually One they sound the, the same. Other. Maybe it's like like they cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, at this point in the show, now that we're back together again, we are going to jump into web droppings. Web droppings. Now, for this week's web droppings, we bring you a story from last year. Uh, this is the first anniversary of okay, a for story. For a reason, not just we're just like, we're a year late. Nope. But well, we, actually, we, we, we talked about it, right? No. We, we did not. We, we had we it found on out list. about it. Yes. We found out about it a little too late. A few hiccups happened with the show, and we didn't get to report on it. 
But this is the first anniversary of the creation of Minecraft Denmark. Oh, this is the funniest thing I'd ever heard the, when you told me about it. Oh the government <laughs> of Denmark actually spent the money hey, to create in a ratio of one to one, meaning a life-size Minecraft, Minecraft version Experts, of yes. Denmark. They built the entire country, every city, Every road, every mailbox, every aspect of it can, you could ever hope to find. Can I ask a, a quick question? Because I, I'm going to uh, go ahead and open up my ignorance here. I've never played Minecraft, so I don't know a whole lot about it outside of the media Minecraft and stuff. Is so, how, a, what, what is an exercise take? in futility? And, and I understand there's mine, like you mine like stuff and you build you, it's stuff. It's just building. It's just and, building. But but uh, how, so how what what do you in order to, to fund something like this? Do you just get a bunch of gamers to do it? Or is there a way to get to, to buy well, it? The, the idea with the funding for this would be hiring the people to actually game it, right. to, to okay. build, like a construction company. Yeah. And then you'd also, because this would take uh, terabytes to build and store. <laughs> it's the mafia, you, and they're like undercutting all your yes, uh, like materials, they, and everything crumbles. Yeah. There, there's dead what? Minecrafting people underneath <laughs> buildings' foundations. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the in the in the shallow concrete that was supposed to be solid. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, and like a fucking bridge crumbles. Yeah. Well, Minecraft is one of the most popular online games ever. And I, and I I, know that. I was thinking and, and about playing an amazing it building game. There really isn't a whole lot of playing. You can play uh, a regular building godlike version of it, where all you do is you build. There's no interaction yeah. with the outside world. There's no enemies. There's no no nothing. Or you play on randomly generated uh, maps where you build your own castles, buildings, houses, structures. Or you build and, and there's enemies. There's monsters and things that can come and hurt you and hurt your structures, steal from you, etc. And you defend and okay. constantly keep it going. Uh, zombies are very big in the game. It also has oh. levels, kind of. There, there is a level structure to some extent. I remember you, seeing you a can, South Park episode you about can, Minecraft. You can find places in Minecraft that are like the the end game places. Like there's a tower with a dragon, and if you can actually beat the dragon, and I don't know, there is fighting. There are weapons. So it's, uh, it's there is armor. So it's, it's sort of um, not allegorical because that would be more. Uh, it would it would be it's kind of a um, metaphor for heroin. Chasing the dragon, beating sure, the dragon. Sure, if you can beat like the if, dragon, you win, except it's an addiction to even get that far in the game. So are you really beating the dragon? Yeah, if you've it's, ever it's listened to, to Dan Harmon talk about Minecraft, he's one of the Minecraft's biggest fans out there on this earth. And uh, his podcast, Harmontown, they talk about it constantly. Okay. And he's hilarious when he talks about it because he said once he made this factory that did all these amazing things. And then in God mode, you can like fly around, essentially. You have powers you don't have in regular mode. And he flew above his factory to see how, like, it looked from the air because he was so proud of what he built and how efficient it was. And he accidentally made it in the shape of a swastika. <laughs> and he didn't realize that it's actually a really efficient shape. Well, like, no, the yeah, ins we, and outs of we, factory we production. Report, we were, uh, over the holidays, remember, we were reporting on there was, uh, like swastika wrapping paper or something accidentally yeah and it because it was accidental because it's a common shape yep and it's also it, for buildings because there have been buildings that have accidentally yep. been People built that way from Google's and then all of a sudden google yeah. like oh shit because it is like an efficient shape um based on yeah the, the yeah there's the four in entry and exit points you get yep. two entries two exits and it flows yep. almost in a circular manner exactly it, it's, it's a very but, but it takes up less space and there's also a lot of uh what not white space that's <laughs> gonna say <laughs> <laughs> On the uh, outside, empty space on the outside for like parks and stuff. It's but a beautiful uh, white, white power space, I guess. Um, anyway, continue, sir. So yeah, as of uh, the end of last April, um, we've now hit this year the first anniversary of the creation of a one-to-one -one ratio recreation of Denmark in Minecraft. Awesome. Um, the idea of this was done by the uh, Danish Geodata Agency. Uh, they basically wanted to create this as a way for children and teachers' interest to be piqued, to show them that you know computers can do amazing things. That this is what our country looks like. Be proud Take of Denmark. interest in Denmark, and overall, it's uh, uh, something that has never been done before, and probably never will be done again. Now, the reason why it may never be done again is this week we are in currently marks the first anniversary of the United States invasion of Minecraft Denmark. <laughs> as, as it says here, besieged by American tanks, dynamite dropping vandals, something like yes, that? Yes, as soon as the Americans found out that Denmark had created in a 1.1 uh, <laughs> ratio Denmark, um, <gasps> Minecraft users uh, went onto the server weapons and invaded of man, it. Weapons of mass destruction. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, let's go. 
Yeah, there's an article here. It says, remember when all the good folks at the Danish Geodata Agency recreated all of Denmark inside the blocky world of Minecraft? What a triumphant expression of humanity that was. All our passion, our drive, and our ability to work together to change our surroundings in magnificent ways. It was beautiful. <laughs> Too bad Vandal showed up and trashed the place. Yeah, uh, a Danish news site, uh, dr.dk, said that overlooking the possibility of using, or uh, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead of myself. Uh, they had basically stopped the ability for the U.S. to go in, and this is U.S. trolls, internet trolls, to blow it up, use tanks, etc. Um, they didn't think about all the ways that you could stop people from doing it, and apparently Americans were crafty enough where when they were shut down right and left from using their ability to destroy the city, they started filling minecarts with dynamite and wheeling them into the city, <laughs> which was a way that they hadn't thought about of like, destroying the city. And they didn't shut clever down the minecarts and they didn't shut down like the track. So it's very clever. It's funny. Like there's there is going to be a point in history where we're like at war and somebody's going to use that as like a strategic thing. Be like, oh hey, I remember yeah, in the, my, my, the the invasion of yeah. Denmark, Minecraft Denmark, yeah, Minecraft Denmark. <laughs> Uh, they did this, and we're gonna actually like lead to some great yeah, victory. Denmark has a, a, a the ability within the game to set certain parameters, turn on and off, you know, toggle settings. You can very easily take it off PvP, which means your weapons don't do any good. But dynamite isn't a weapon in the game. Dynamite is it's a it's like a mining tool. It's right? a mining yeah. tool to like you, you blow one piece of, of mine, dynamite inside a mountain, blow it out, so that you can build a, a base in the hole. Right. As opposed to digging and I, and, it out block by block yeah, by block and, and, by and, block. And uh, a cart. And a mine cart is a useful mining tool exactly. used to get supplies to build the buildings. And you definitely don't probably don't want to shut any of those things out of your game. No, yeah, if, you're, okay. if you're running a Minecraft Denmark, you probably want a Minecraft uh, a mine cart to move your stuff. Even you also, it, and you also want the railways. Yeah, and I was going to say, even a mine cart filled with dynamite in the right setting is great. But yeah. not to blow up the entirety of Minecraft Denmark. Yep, so the Americans so would basically lay tracks into various city centers and then start a cart at one end in the woods far outside of the city limits, load it with dynamite, and just shove it right into the so city. Did, did they try to rebuild it all? Um, at one point, I think they were starting to try to combat it, trying to rebuild some things to show that and they we can't be stopped. It up we, we fucked it up to a point where well, they just stopped trying, and we started laying American flags down America, in the craters. USA. Yeah. USA. So Denmark ended up being just like the surface of the moon filled with U.S. flags in every crater. Now, to it. say it was actually the U.S. doing all of this could be a risky uh, assumption to make. It's probably troll-type gamers from yeah, across yeah, the world, exactly, but yep. but the U.S. is what was taking credit for it. So, um, happy uh, first anniversary of the invasion of Minecraft Denmark by the U.S. USA! Yeah. USA! <laughs> yeah. USA! We did it! Mission accomplished, ladies and gentlemen! I hate to say it, but I'm such an asshole that if I knew it was happening, I probably would have jumped on to, the server, I and I at least would have been like that, like the Watcher in Marvel Comics, like, yeah. I'm here to observe. <laughs> good, good. Dynamite. Every oh, once in a yeah. while, you just type in, you missed the museum. <laughs> just to give them tips. Like. You missed the swastika-shaped uh, community. Oh... But yes, this is in honor of us uh, actually having Dan Harmon on later, uh, actually later this month, later, uh, early June, I think. Early June. It looks like early yeah, June. Yeah. We were actually just talking with his assistant earlier today about uh, dates, and looks like we're going to be playing looks that like one in are. early June. Yep. And, and you know, we're, we're saying that now. We've it got an interview pretty, date. Sounds pretty lockdown. locked. I know that we did this with, uh, you know, with Babstar. We got a pushback. Oh, we played with that like one that. for a while, yeah. And then there was a pushback because, you know, not like intentionally, just scheduling conflicts happen. But we do have something with Dan Harmon coming up. It should be the next interview uh, scheduled one in about a month. Yep, it should be. Um, as long as nothing changes. And so we just we just leaked it there. It's going to be big. I don't know if you've already leaked it on social media yet. But Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I've been bragging like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I've been uh, taking pictures of my dick. And... No, just taking pictures. No, sharing them or anything. Just oh. the whole time we've been talking. I'm Dan Harmon. <laughs> talking with my pee hole yeah, yeah. talking with your pee oh my god you like, I could draw like little eyes on it be like hey I wrote a podcast and I'm very successful hey all right, everybody all right. before we lose him <laughs> before his assistant chooses this episode to be <laughs> the one to listen to and make sure like something tells the me they're not gonna listen to that and go oh he's not gonna be right for your show <laughs> no you're right you're right <laughs> they'd be like what you know what you you probably have the same uh, same group of I, I don't think anything we've ever said on this show is top Justin Roiland the uh, co-creator of Rick and Morty with Dan Harmon from mm -hmm. uh, two weeks ago's uh, Harmontown that we listened to on the drive to ChaseCon oh, right. where he talked about being raped by his uh, <laughs> his cousin oh my like 
It wasn't even a joke. He was just like, no. he came out that he was like, I was molested by my cousin. Hot cousin. Yeah, but because it's like a, a hot older cousin uh, when he was young. It's kind of like when those hot teachers, like, molest, quote unquote, a student. You're yeah. kind of like, well, it's not so bad. It's like the South Park. Episode. That's also yeah. a weird double standard, too, to hold between men and women because if a male teacher has sex with a female student, it's rape. But if a male student has sex with his hot female teacher, there's a lot of high fives happening. Yeah. Like, well, that and well, that's what, it's a weird I, culture we live in. It is a definite double standard. But it's a double standard that is I totally understand because here's the thing: is guys I do, are I, asshole I, and I, pigs I know, and yeah, dirty and, and, and sexual. I know I know as a man, like a lot of times, you know, it's expected that you have to manipulate women into sleeping with you because you're like, that's all I want. I want this. Just in, Jeremiah, co-host of Lost in a Podcast, <laughs> says you need to manipulate women into sleeping with you. Jeremiah, I would like to pass the mic to you. I, I, How I, do you manipulate these women, Jeremiah? I, take, I would like some details. I would love to know, actually, if you could let me know how to do this, it would be great. I have failed Perhaps miserably. Perhaps the problem is you feeling that you need to manipulate them. Perhaps if you just bought them flowers. Uh, in a I, non-manipulatory manner. Oh, really? Because I buy them flowers, but I'm waiting on their couch when they get home. <laughs> <laughs> I bought you flowers. No, so the, the double standard is kind of. I, I kind of understand it though, because let's face it, as a 15-year-old dude, I think we all understand it, but we don't want to sound sexist. Time. I don't think it's sex. It's 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 the fucking it's reality. A, bo- a, a dude is a boner nonstop, and, and given, if he has given, a hot teacher wants to take that off his hands, it wouldn't. Honestly, back in the day, my teacher wouldn't even have to been hot. They'd be like, "I have a vagina. Put your penis in." it. be like, "I don't care. You're 700 pounds. You look like Peter Jackson. I'll fucking fuck you. That's no problem." <laughs> and that was Jeremiah's story about meeting Mrs. Plant for the first time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we going into? We're going into a story about drunk driving. And you brought this story to the table, so I did. I'm interested to hear about it since I actually didn't read this single story. All right, moving on, because uh, I was expecting you to take this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, this is what happens. Uh, you you know you've got a problem when you've been ar- arrested for drunk driving uh, even once, let alone more than uh, I would once. No, I would say more than once, because once means you had a mistake in your life. That's true. That's true. A mistake. Yeah. And it could and, be and, a and simple and, mistake. And, and, and living in rural Vermont. Having nope. multiple DUIs Plenty, yeah. means you have a problem. Because, Having one, yeah. it could be anyone, your teacher, your lawyer. Yeah, you, you also think like, oh, I can get away with it. I can have one more drink, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, yeah. shit, wake up call. And it's actually a ridic- it should, But it should be a wake up call. The one rid- should be a wake up call. Also, it's ridiculous the number of people who actually get DUIs. It's a high percentage in our society. Mm-hmm. It's mainly because alcohol is so destructive and legal and the laws about drinking and driving are so strict. They, they, absolutely. They actually, like, the the percentage is pretty strict. I mean, granted, it's based on science. Blah, but I would blah, never blah. look down on someone for getting a DUI. There's no way in hell I would be like, oh, you're a bad person. No. Almost almost everybody Everyone, knows has, dr- has, like, had a drunk drive, not necessarily drunk drive, but had some drinks and then driven. Yeah, you should never point. drink and drive. That's a fucking rule yeah. and it's a law. But if if you get in trouble once, guess what? We all make fucking But, but it should be a wake-up call, right? It should. It should. You, it that should, should definitely, be the end of it. You should definitely realize you've got a problem when you are leaving the courtroom for uh, during a recess that you are on, uh, that you are there because you got a DUI. And during the recess, you get in your car and you drive down to the liquor store but you're already intoxicated, apparently, when you leave, and then you get caught in the court parking lot uh, for another DUI on your way back into court because you had to go get more booze. Now, what happened here is this, this Well, woman, for, for a diehard alcoholic, booze is fuel. It's human fuel for a diehard human, alcoholic. Yeah. So this, this woman um, ended up... Well, first of all, there was a, a drunk driving suspect who appeared to be intoxicated in court. And um, this uh, off-duty Boulder Sheriff's Department um, deputy reported seeing the suspect swerving as she drove to the liquor store during a court recess. Now, ended up happening. She went, grabbed the um, uh, grabbed the liquor, and he caught her, I guess, on the way out, kind of swerving in her lane and also cutting, like, uh, across a curb during a uh, on a turn. So he put on his, uh, on his lights. She didn't pull over right away, so another uh, cop join the pursuit what they call a the short pursuit you know probably just a, a couple miles down the road that's where they send um, midgets after you in those little uh and i'm sure the woman was just, <laughs> in those yeah. little friars cars <laughs> hey everybody yeah <laughs> it's a short pursuit it fucking lasted six days but it was a short pursuit because it was by short people that's what you're saying um <laughs> <laughs> i'm just letting you go with that one it's fun um so 
I'm guessing she was like, oh, I'm already on my way to court. I might as well just let them stop me in the parking lot instead of pulling over. Because they pursued her, and then she pulled over in the court parking lot, and they're like, hey, uh, you kind of swerved back there. She's like, yeah, well, I'm wasted. And uh, she, during court for a DUI, she got caught for another DUI. And uh, it's kind of amazing, honestly. I mean, you would think like while on trial for murder, you don't leave to go kill someone. Yeah, be like, oh man, I got. Well, that's what I mean. You gotta have a problem. And here's the thing: she had previous DUI arrests in June of 2013 and September of 2014. That's like just over a year. That's like barely after you can even get back on the road. I mean, not really. I guess after like a few months, you'd get back. What? But it's seriously like you you didn't learn your lesson even the first time or the second time, and now you're just like. Or now, obviously, the third time. Right. Because you you haven't even been, like, tried for the third one yet or found guilty of the third one, and you have to leave during the court recess to go grab some booze. That being said, mm, brought to you by booze. <laughs> Boss at Home Pod. Oh, man, could we get a booze sponsor? That'd be great. We could get a bottle of whiskey showing up every once in a while. Or... I know Dan Harmon got, uh, what was it, Kettle One to sponsor oh, him. Oh, yeah, Kettle One's good. I like Kettle One. That's good vodka. It's like $30 You vodka. know what? If we just sponsor something for long enough on our show and tweet a lot about it, mm. maybe they'll come and sponsor us. But it needs to be someone who... So, so we can like do an, uh, an an organic sponsorship by just saying something. But it like, should oh, be man. someone who would take us as a sponsor because... Or as a, as a sponsorship because they're already not so big that they don't have like a Dan Harmon. We're ne- we would never get Kettle One. We would never get Jack, Jameson, yeah. etc. No, we, no, no. We, we, we need, need to, to find like, like a... We need to find Svetka. like a... <laughs> we can do Svetka. Svetka's pretty good, actually. I it's, like it, it, it's, it's, good. it's cheap, but it's, it's good, really good. Cheap. It's yeah. lower end, meaning there's no celebrities. I think that robot girl that you see on the sides of bus stops. R2-D2. No, it's more like the girl from Ex Mechanica or Makina. C-3PO. Not talking about Star Wars. I appreciate where you're going, though, with that. It's funny. Have you ever seen just Svetka a couple, just, just last the... week, I was not very up on Star Wars. It's I know. Like you you, you, you brushed up a little bit. It's as if I watched all the movies all at once. Actually, speaking uh, of watching all the movies at once, Queen starting Armadale? in June, I am going to start rewatching all the Star Wars movies, one per month, up until episode seven, and then watch seven in the theater in December. Starting with episode start, one? Start, no, um, I'm going to do the Patton Oswalt hatchet method of watching Star Wars. It is his own method that I actually have never tried and think is intriguing. He says to watch them in four and five in order, uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Oh, all, all both of those in order. In order. And then you stop, Four and you go back, and you watch one, two, three, okay, and then six. In uh, one, two, three, okay, four, five, one, two, three, six. Yep, and it's called the hatchet method because as soon as you find out the big reveal in Empire Strikes Back, you then jet back in time for like a flashback sequence of those three movies. What, what big reveal? I'm, I'm not going to say. I don't want to give spoilers out for a movie Star that Wars was made spoils. in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some people out there who may not know that the the big reveal in was Empire that, Strikes was, Back. Was, was, I mean, seventy seven was the first Star Wars, right? And yeah, then, eighty uh, was the 80 second, was second okay, and then eighty three yeah. was the next. Oh. I actually saw uh, Return of the Jedi in the theater in nineteen eighty three. Really? Oh, so you beat me. Uh, my first movie was eighty four. We were probably the same age then, because you are one. Because I'm than older. Me. One year older. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't count. Ca- that just means I'm better. Thirty four and thirty five is not older or younger. It just means that's it. That's it. That's what we do. Yeah, um, that's the second earliest movie I remember seeing. I remember well, seeing the first e. one was, uh, the was Ghostbusters for me. First one, Ghostbusters for me. My first movie was ET. Second was Return of the Jedi. Did you did you jack it uh, the, uh, over uh, Drew Barrymore when you were two? Did I jack off when I was two years old to five year old? I think five. Was, yeah, five or six year old Drew Barrymore. No, damn it! I was no. really hoping you would take the heat away from me uh, talking about uh, fucking a Peter. Uh, I was I was I was molested while watching ET. Does <laughs> that like, count? Yeah, because the reason they brought you there was so they could stick their finger up your butt and say it's a magical finger. Oh. <laughs> By the way, did you see the? Uh, there was a no, m- no, no phone home. There was a very popular <laughs> meme uh, uh, during the Star Wars Celebration Week. Uh, it actually showed that scene from one of the Star Wars movies where they show ETs, like their race, yeah, yeah, in yeah, Star yeah, Wars, because yeah. you remember that. Yep. And then it shows ET in the uh, bicycle, the little you know basket in the front, and they're flying past the moon. Right. And it made an argument saying that if... Oh, and it also showed the scene of ET with the ghost costume on at Halloween, seeing the little kid dress as Yoda. Go, going, he was going, a ghost! Yoda, I got Yoda. you. Yeah, yeah. And the idea is, if Yoda was in a council where there are ETs who know who he is 
and then E.T. ends up on Earth and knows who Yoda is on Halloween and can make a bike fly with his mind, is E.T. a Jedi from the Star Wars universe and is E.T. a Star Wars side movie? The same argument's been made for Willow, by the way. Oh my God, really? In a different way. Oh. Willow is actually a Star Wars movie too, and there's a logic to it as well. I want to read that one because because I understand the ET one. It makes yeah, sense. They, like the connection, especially between uh, Spielberg and Lucas. Yep, there, there's and... an idea that ET and Willow are both. Uh, what would they call it now? There, there's a word for the new Star because, Wars. Because well, Spiel, Spielberg oh, anthology movies. Because Spielberg anthologies. and Lu Lucas were, uh, or at least Lucas, right, was part of um, uh, Willow. George right? Lucas wrote Willow. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, was still was Spielberg a part of that at all? Uh, just, George Lucas just... and Chris Claremont, I believe, wrote Willow together. Yeah, okay. Chris Claremont, the uh, X Men writer from right. the comic books, Uncanny X Men back in the eighties. And Val Kilmer in it. He's Mad Mardigan. Yeah, but the idea is that uh, that like they're starting the new anthology films with Star Wars now. So back in the day, they were secret anthology films, and E. T. and Willow are both Star Wars. Oh, Willow was films. Ron Howard. That's right. Directed. I was trying to think of who who directed. Really, that was Ron Howard. I yeah. would have said Spielberg. Yeah, no, no. That's why I was I, I I was like thinking that it had a connection to Spielberg, but it, it I was like, no, wait, maybe not. So it was uh, Ron Howard. Yeah, a great uh, director. I knew it was a great director. I want to so. recut parts of Willow using uh, Ron Howard's uh, voiceovers for Arrested Development. <laughs> like basically show clips from Willow with like the oh and on god. that day Mad Mardigan went to <laughs> oh my god dude a Willow Arrested Development mashup yeah. like like edited even yeah so like the 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 style of the shots and everything are this very is, do it like a trailer like this is a story of a and family very dry and yeah this is a bit <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of that epic. is so brilliant I kind of like that maybe that's a little summer product we work on maybe so. maybe it could be for a skit show empty or something. Oh, promises no. actually it can't be for a podcast it requires the visuals so that's it's very, our, yeah, very much. It would so. have to go on our YouTube page. Hey, go to YouTube and look for the Lost and Own podcast. You'll find our page, which Mad has Mad a Mad bunch Mad. of original videos. You should like the hell out of them and subscribe. And while you're doing that, maybe go to Twitter and find at the Lost at Home, or, or uh, you can find at Sonic Jalopy, or I believe or uh, at Dingo, Dingo, Droppings. Dingo Droppings. He was here earlier. Yeah, follow that, us yeah. on all of those platforms, as well as our uh, our amazing website, LostAndOwnPodcast.com, where we post videos. Music. Uh, last week, I put up a giant piece about ChaseCon, the Comic-Con in Saratoga Springs, New York that we went to. I put up, I think, I want to say over 40 photos from it. Oh, nice. And cool. a bunch of write-ups and stuff. It's a very nice little piece I, I, I believe in and love. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. No, I, I saw I saw bits and pieces. I didn't realize you put that many photos up, actually. Yep. And, um, I saw the bits and pieces of it, and I know, like... Uh, I mean, we yeah, oh, such a fun time. And by I the really way, to, look forward to doing that again. To our uh, to our listeners, um, we can't survive without iTunes five star reviews. They're right. what keep us up in the rankings in iTunes and what helps us find new listeners. And we do promise we will make songs of your five star reviews, even if you haven't heard yours in a while. Scott, you have the list in front of you. I do. These are the um, people who are do five star review songs that you will get. Either by the next variety show or maybe in between or a little after. Some, In other yep. words, sometime we are working on them. So just to let you know, if your names on iTunes for leaving reviews are PP Monty 1963 702Savage82-R-O-B-or-Irish-on-Fire-31, um, all four of you guys, they're either going to be thrown in randomly here or there, or they're going to be part of our next variety show. So stick in there thank you for uh, leaving us the five star reviews we really appreciate yeah, I it I think the plan is to have at least three of them for the variety show like we did last time yeah. um, but if, if maybe if, if time permits we'll uh, get more of them out if time doesn't permit we'll get fewer of them out either Sounds way good. they are coming they're in the I've actually been working on a couple of them already so and by the way the we need more um, when these four are produced and put out I believe they'll put us at 11 or 12 tracks yeah, and I, for and I, and I our want, album and I want more ready to go by the time these four come out I want four more re ready to go and I will it's make my dream songs. is to have the album come out maybe July or August on iTunes okay. but we'll but, see how yeah. it works we need a few more I'd like it to be like a 20 track album so it's really worth it yeah because I mean mostly like some are between small. 30 some are short. seconds to a minute and a half a couple of them are like two minutes long three minutes long so I, mean, I usually do like one super produced one and then two smaller ones like 30 seconds to a minute so um, we are looking at you Lacey uh, we are looking at you Jason Northrup we're looking at Lacey anyone... left one already Remember oh, that was, uh, yeah, but it was before the five stars and beyond the pale so maybe I we can go back extra. too yeah we can go back but Jason uh, Jason needs to leave one Jason so. needs to leave one yeah we want to make sure I everyone make out his, there who listens uh, and who loves this show he, well he tells me that every time he thinks about uh, leaving one like he's on on the way home because he usually listens to us in the car and I'm just like well just just it's just called a fucking reminder, Jason. Stop being a fucking <laughs> cunt. 
Hey, are you in your car alone or are you sitting next to some guy right now who's fucking afraid of you because you're yeah. such a fucking cunt? Yeah. Oh, pull over and suck his dick, you yeah, piece Jason, of shit. Yeah, Jason, why don't you just fucking suck his dick, you, you fucking, fucking asshole piece of shit? Fucking hey, cunt. oh, hey, I bet you love Peter Jackson too. Yeah, you Peter Jackson loving piece of shit. Jesus Christ, if I've learned anything from my buddy Bruce Bruce Moran, it's that Peter Jackson's a fat piece of shit, but I love his movies actually. I really do like Yeah, they weren't Peter that Jackson bad, you're movies. right. I really do actually. I've, I love, uh, uh, remember Bad Taste? Remember that one? Nope, I haven't seen it. I saw the one with oh, the, the You're the so zomb. stupid. Uh, meet, meet the Feebles? <laughs> you're so stupid. Meet the Feebles was I, fucking I amazing. I vaguely remember that. Meet the Feebles was amazing. I remember uh, the one with the zombies and the lawnmower. Dead, well, yeah, dead, yeah, dead Alive. Yeah, Dead Alive. Dead yeah. Alive's yeah. my favorite. Everybody's like, oh, Dead Alive, I love that. Bruce Campbell. I'm like, no, no, that's Evil Dead. Dead Alive. Fucking amazing. Actually, wait, 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 Jared, Jared, we're getting yeah. off track. Jason, you fucking cunt. Oh, you fucking Why piece you of fucking shit. Just, hey, oh, hey, my name's Peter Jackson. Hello. Oh, oh, hey, Jason. Oh, you fuck, All right, my name's Jason. I'll do that because I'm a. I love Peter Jackson, asshole. Manatees. Cows. Bulls. Hey, enjoy this uh, song from Shuriken. It's S H U R I K 3 N. This is the Battlestar Galactica rap. We appreciate everybody listening, except for you, Jason. And good night. So here we are at last on the planet Earth. I like to better in space for all that it's worth. Up there we were heroes, fighting robot bitches. Now we're just sweating and digging fracking ditches. Yo, I'm Adama, so word to your mama. I tapped a fracking present. Ooh, you're such a charmer. Now I'm just a teacher. I'm too old to lead a crew. We just sit and smoke the chronic that we motherfracking grew. So here we are at last on the planet Earth. I like to better in space for all that it's worth. Up there we were heroes, fighting robot bitches. Now we're just sweating and digging fracking ditches. Yo, yo, I'm tired. And don't ask why. I'm always sipping scotch. I'm always getting high. You know I killed my wife when she said she was a spy. I make six bucks an hour slinging coffee and pie. I don't feel all this bitching, this straight up complaining. Y'all bitches can it. My patience is waning. I'm still flying at right Starbucks. Word Apollo drunk quick. Yeah, it's sick. The liquor that we swallow. It could be worse. It could be so fracking hectic. The bad that we did. The enemies collected. But once we got the silent human Imperfected, we made mad fracking loot with our webcam connected. Here we are at last on the planet Earth. I like to better in space for all that it's worth. Up there we were heroes, fighting robot bitches, and now it's straight villain and digging fracking ditches. Robot bitches get a bad rap, but this is a good rap.